Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Millions of Americans are getting back to work. CareerBuilder calls it the great rehire. And we want to help you get the best jobs before everyone else. CareerBuilder gives you the competitive edge to get the job you want, at the salary you want, with the benefits you want. We even send job alerts so your perfect job lands right in your inbox. Go to careerbuilder.com today or get left with whatever jobs are left. Find your next job fast at careerbuilder.com. Y'all never mind me. Hey, everybody. I was thinking about a documentary I watched the other day, Genius, and it was talking about Kanye West. And I was thinking about it because, uh, and I guess I should preface this by saying that I am a Kanye West fan. Um, I like him as a producer and I really enjoy the music. Of course, the uh, as of recently, some of the stuff he says I, I don't necessarily agree with and I don't necessarily agree with everything that he raps about. However, musically, I am a fan of Kanye West. So you can take what I say with a grain of salt, as you should anything that any person says. You have to make up your own decisions. But uh, watching the documentary and I really I did enjoy it as a as a whole. I enjoyed it because it wasn't a documentary by a record label. It wasn't a documentary by anyone who had a vested interest in uh, promoting Kanye's celebrity or even promoting his music. It was to me, I, I saw it more as a human story more so than a uh, celebrity story or even more so uh, a music or fame story. And I thought it was very interesting because a lot of people are in the business of throwing people away because you disagree with them or throwing people away because they said something that's out of pocket. And I saw another interview where a guy was talking about the Kanye West was done with them because he talked about saying, he said that slavery was a choice in the context that, uh, they chose to, to be slaves. And it's, it's a, it's a bigger conversation. And on the surface, yes, that's a stupid thing to say because it, it, it doesn't leave room for, uh, dialogue. When you make inflammatory statements like that, you immediately polarize people. People don't want to know what you meant by that. They just take it for face value and say, Oh, that's stupid. That's ignorant. I ain't got nothing to say. Die. But I don't, I don't take that perspective. And well, I don't agree with him based on the face value of the message. And even after hearing uh, what he was kind of alluding to, not that he believed that slavery was a choice that a person uh, on the on the coast of Africa was like, well, I can either stay here with my family and finish farming or I can go be a slave over there. I'll choose slavery. It wasn't anything like that. But I can see how it was a polarizing choice. Now onto the documentary, I thought it was very interesting because it covered him from a very early age. The uh, the uh, videographer and the documentary, uh, I guess, producer and director and a camera person, a guy named Cootie. Uh, he 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 met Kanye because they lived in the same city in Chicago, and he kind of he said that he he knew when he because he had been hearing his name making productions and making beats and stuff around the city. And he said he knew when he met him that this guy was going to be something special, something big. So he started to follow him with uh, with the camera and said, well, hey, you know, we'll just film some stuff and make a little little documentary. OK, cool. And they follow him around, you know, his early Rockefeller days and even before then. And 
into his uh his fame into basically uh present day and the interesting part about it was um something that uh the gospel artist Ty Tribbett talked about in an interview he did years and years ago and it's it's interesting that people are so people can be so misled and so misled and people can be so fixated on the talent that they they don't take time to look at the person as a human being they don't take time to examine that person as a human being and to kind of speak to that because and Ty Tribbett was talking about in the church if you're a good musician or a good singer nobody cares if if you're not whole nobody cares if you're not mentally stable nobody cares if your your heart is broken nobody cares if you uh you don't feel like you can carry on all they want you to do is play the instrument in, in the case of uh you know a, a musician or sing the song in the case of a singer and i felt that was very true about as i was watching kanye as he got bigger and bigger it seemed that the himself himself it it was more concerned about making making the music and not about him as a person and not not being a whole person going forward and that affected me because through through this documentary i i began to see i identified with Kanye not as just a person who's a fan of the music and the production but i identified with him as a black man because i am a black man and i identified with how difficult it would be to navigate a place where you still have all these um you still have all these things that you deal with as a person of color specifically a black man in america but on top of that then you have this this immense talent that puts you before all these people and you have fame on top of that and i can imagine how difficult that is and i can imagine how the videographer who was a friend uh, Cody felt watching this this rise from this guy because he met Kanye when he was 17 I think he's 40 something now so watching this guy go from you know a person who was so hungry for for success to a person who who kind of he, he achieved all the success he wanted and what what is there now what is there what is there to do now and it it was just a very, very interesting documentary. And I saw, I identified with him as a black man because it was very, I understand the struggle of just wanting to be better. You want to be, you want to have success, that, that passion for success, the desire to be better than what you were yesterday, the desire to have, have, to have that success, I guess. And it's not even the success, not even the success of fame or not even the success of the money you want the thing that you love to do to be respected by people who are your peers and you want it to be respected by people who are in the the same um industry as you if i made music i would want other people to respect and say yes that's good it doesn't mean that you're you're seeking desperately for their validation it it just feels good to be in a position where you can you can have people that do the same thing as you hear what you've created and say man that's good that's or inspire them to do something else or you be inspired by what they do so i i understood him and i kind of i i felt him from that perspective and 
it, it was just very interesting because a lot of lot of behind the scenes stuff like how hard he tried and how hard he he kept pushing and even the relationship with his mother uh how much she loved him and just the part where she rapped one of his songs that he wrote in high school or something almost word for word that's amazing to have that kind of support system to have a person who was in your corner who was not blinded by anything else but just 100 percent love and belief in you because you believe in it so i understand why he was it was and is so so heavy in the belief that i think i can do this i can be this i can be that and while he some of the wild statements he made i think he should feel that way you should feel that you are the best and you should and, and even if you don't say that you feel like you are the best you should be pushing toward that if you're doing something, whether whether or not I say I am the best, I'm still pushing for that. I'm still striving for the best that I could possibly be. And if he made those statements, of course, you know, he's not going to deny if somebody else is, you know, beating him on sales. He's not he's not delusional about it, but he is extremely confident. So maybe the statements that he's saying were I'm a genius or I'm the best. He's he's forecasting for that. And I think that you know, it's, it's interesting because you can see again, though I identified with him as a black man, you can see the many places where he was lost within his own bubble. And that it's for a person who, who achieves fame on that level for whatever you do, it does require that you, you be kind of tunnel, tunnel vision minded you have to have a singular focus to achieve greatness like that. Michael Jordan in the, the last dance documentary, he talked about winning was everything. You have to be singularly minded and focused on that thing and not distracted from anything else. Now, I imagine if if you could read the thoughts inside of Michael Jordan's head, he might have said the same thing, too. They called people called him black Jesus and he didn't seem to he didn't rebut that. He didn't say, well, no, I'm just a guy. You have to believe that within yourself. So for me. I, I, I understood it though. I'm, I don't necessarily, again, I don't necessarily agree with the approach that he took because it is, it's a polarizing thing. But again, that's not for me to say that he should not do that. That's just my perspective on it. And I understood that too, from that, from that vantage point. But I thought it was, I thought it was absolutely phenomenal how much of his world that it shared that he shared up until the point where he he released a college dropout and he kind of lost touch for for years and stuff with cootie they were still friends and everything but just not as close as they had been before but even in that you can see how how much there was just love between the two and even later on in uh, kanye's life where he was talking about how where he was diagnosed with uh, being bipolar and talking about being bipolar and even when he did, you know, recently the uh, the Sunday service stuff, I just found it incredibly interesting because uh, still immensely talented musically, incredibly talented musically. So if his focus was talking about God and talking about Jesus, then the music he made being immensely, immensely talented was going to be good. And it was good. All of that stuff is good. And I found it interesting that he, he you know, I, I don't know if he accepted Christ or not, but in the moment that he started talking about Christ, he, he made an album. So 
when he thought about God, he, he took the thing that he did the very best. And he said, I'm going to dedicate, dedicate that to God. And it, it kind of, it spoke to me because how many people would do that? Even the people who've been walking with God for 40 years, do you take the very best of what you have, the very best gift that you have to offer and you offer that for God? Do you do that? And I thought that was profound because I know the answer is not yes for everyone. He did that and he, he, he gave that back and he, he attempted to, to, to honor God. That was his goal in that. And I can, I can applaud that as a, a man who's a Christian. And it's very, it's very inspiring because he, he, he gave it at all. Again, a person who has the ability to be singularly mind, singularly minded and have a tunnel vision for a thing. That's what he did. And it's just, it's just very interesting because being a public figure, uh, even on the Jesus walk song, he said that, you know, uh, if it's, he said something talking about sex lies, uh, videotape. But if I talk about God, my record won't get played, which is true. So he said, uh, they said you can rap about anything except for Jesus. So that's, he, he chose to rap about that. And I thought that that was, those parts are commendable. Of course, I don't agree with the whole of what he said and what he's done in media, but I don't agree with the whole of what almost anybody does. But again, you have to walk this walk for yourself. You get one life and I'm not responsible for what you do in your life. You're not responsible for what I do in my life. And, you know, people talked about like, oh, he, he was met with Donald Trump and was trying to talk to him. And the, the thing that I, I find interesting as I get older is that you have to, you have to look at the whole picture and looking at the whole picture later on, he did, he said that he felt like he got used by Donald Trump and the Republican party. And I, I thought so from the very beginning, but is a person not allowed to find out for themselves? Like, is this the world that we, we want to live in where a person, you just have to, you say it's a bad idea. So I should take your word and just go on that. It's a bad idea. I just think it's very, I think it's very, immature to think on those levels so for for that i understood that and of course when you do that there's going to be pushback especially if you're a famous person and especially if you said things that are polarizing in the past so i i really 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 enjoyed the uh the documentary i may watch it again again like i said i am a fan of kanye west's kanye west's music and him as a producer and i hope that he's given the opportunity to grow i hope that he's given the opportunity to to get clarity within himself. I hope that he gets the opportunity to, to clear up all the stuff that he might've said that, you know, came across the wrong way when he, he, he ran for president, which was a interesting thing. He wasn't, he wasn't going to get, you know, a lot of people's vote, but I, who am I to say that he shouldn't run for it? Because if I had the ear of Barack Obama, I probably would have told him not to run when he ran, you know, different things I understand. And he came across as kind of sporadic when he did his campaign speech and everything. And they, on the documentary, they played the phone call that he had with his father. And he, his father said, next time you do something like that, please just write a speech or have speech writers. Don't just go from the heart. And to his credit, Kanye West agreed with him. And he said, yeah, you're probably right. And he, he was talking to him. And I think it, it humanized, it humanized Kanye and people, you have to be mature enough to understand the human experience is not always saying the right things in the right way at the right time. That's the human experience. And as black people, especially as black men, you don't often get the time to 
to, you don't get the opportunity to 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 learn in that in that way. You don't get the opportunity to say the wrong thing and not have that be the end of everything good for you. You don't get the opportunity to say the 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 right thing in the wrong way and have that be something you can bounce back from. So I I enjoyed the documentary and like I said it was a it was a great thing because as a black man it gave it gave a lot of a lot of vis- it gave a lot of visibility to a lot of things that you may be thinking in terms of setting a goal or in terms of the thing that you're passionate about. And again, like everybody said, the first two, it was three chapters. The first two chapters, you wanted them to win because we all understood that, that, that plight. And of course, that's not just a singular thing for men or for black men specifically, but because I am a black man and he is a black man, it resonated with me a little bit harder, but everybody can understand the desire to want to be the best you can be the want the desire to want to win. And that's what I got from that. It was more of a human story than uh, specifically a Kanye West story because there was a lot of humanity in there. And I saw that, you know, from from start to finish. You can feel how you feel about him as a person. And that's great and all well and good, but still immensely talented as a producer, still very talented as a rapper. And I think that if you don't agree with his personal stances, you have you have that absolute right. But again, you know, we, we have to give people the right to live this full human experience and disagree or agree with them. You have, (laughs) you have that option. So that's just my thoughts. I I like the documentary. You should check it out and come to your own conclusions for yourself. But, uh, that's the thoughts that I have for today. All right. Please walk Sparky for me. No way. <laughs> I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large. Deal. Get a sweet deal. $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required.